Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Good afternoon to you. Listen, thanks for kicking off the new series here on the programme. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to finding out all about your best and, and worst summer holidays down through the years. Um, but listen, w- bring us back to Neil Delamere uh, on a beach as a child summer and tell me, what's your very first summer memory, Neil? Uh, on a beach, a boy from the Midlands. Uh, we can only dream of beaches, Andrea. Uh, the beach to us was, and this is my first summer memory, um, Lochul, uh, in near Mullingar in Westmead Lakes, and this, I had this image of me. I was I was only probably four or five. It was a really hot summer, and my parents went over, and we spent a couple of days there. And uh, it was the, it was that kind of nineteen eighties Irish childhood where you have the sandwiches in the car, you take the seven <laughs> up out, and you put the seven up, and you you weigh the seven up down in the lake, the bottle. Because even though it's warm enough to swim in, it's cold enough to cool yourself. Absolutely. Up, which is a bizarre paradox of an Irish summer. And I couldn't even swim at that stage. And I have this image of my dad um, holding me over the water and just kind of spinning me around. And my brothers and sisters standing there looking at me. And the Sligo Mullingar train in the background because it goes right nearby Lockhool. And it's this indelible image in my head. That that would be the first one. And I couldn't even swim, which is a bit weird. And then uh, years later, actually, we're done and... and really loved swimming and, and swam for County Offaly, but I always try and explain Why? for County Offaly in those days. Was, <laughs> no, it's a bit like playing Gaelic football for Mozambique. There wasn't a huge amount of people who were who were really going to go for it, to be honest with you. So, uh, I, I, I swam against lads who learned how to swim in the wild. Like we, had, we only had one swimming pool. Like lads come in for galas, covered in frogs and twigs. Having just got out of a ditch somewhere. These lads are hardcore, you know? Um, so I, I couldn't swim at the time. So that was the big one in my head and then the other one was my mother's people were from Dublin and we used to go to Dublin for a week uh, and stay with her her sister and the big day out there was a day trip to Bray we get in the dark and we go out to Bray and I just have an image of my mother just holding a million coats of a million random children possibly who were on the holiday possibly who were just random collecting coats of children <laughs> but we played uh, amusement and slot machines oh, and they're brilliant. the kind of childhood memories is my father spinning me over a lake and my mother holding coats and, and smiling while holding candy floss bigger than her. There's a lovely innocence though, Neil, to that. Uh, it, yeah, absolutely. And I look yeah. back now and I'm sure we were money in certain ways, but if you think of that kind of train, uh, that dart out to Bray, even now on a sunny day, it's like something like from Sorrento when you come out and yeah. talking, Kalini Hill and all that. So as a kid who wasn't on trains, who, you know, you cycle to school or walk to school and back. And that was probably the only train you got, really. And then to, for the train to end somewhere where you saw the sea and it played amusements and played slot machines, it was absolutely yeah. glorious, you know. So it, uh, in my head, they were just perfect stranger times days before it all gets a bit creepy in this series. What age were you, Neil, at, at this stage? Like, the, 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 oh, the image... Yeah, well, it's the very first one, probably only five or six I suppose yeah. you know and then eight or nine is uh, for, for my for my parents you know the big fancy holiday we went to a fancy holiday once um, uh, in 1990 we went to the Great Southern Hotel in Killarney and we didn't, oh, we didn't go on fancy holiday yeah it was five stars and I remember I don't even remember that much about the holiday I remember saying to my dad I said how come we're in such a fancy hotel and he looked at me and he went because West Germany just won the World Cup at five to one Neil. 
So, so somebody had had a few bombs, uh, Jürgen Klinsmann and his mate, and that's why we were, I, I was in a room with a snooker table bigger than I'd ever seen. But, yeah, that's weird, the knock-on butterfly effects of West uh, Germany winning, you know? Yeah, that, it's, they're, fata- they're fantastic uh, memories, Neil. And it's funny because... I like coming from Donegal. I have that same memory of you know coming to Dublin for the week's holidays to to cousins. We used to kind of do it actually more so over the Christmas period, and staying with cousins in Dublin. And I remember similar to you, like my mum would go shopping for the day and I must have been very young, but my dad would take me on the dart and we would just get on the dart in Stillorgan or summer and you'd go the whole way over to Hoth and you'd get off at different phases and you'd come back on the dart and I, this was my entertainment. This was like Disneyland. I loved it. And like when I think back now, I was, I was yeah. so easily pleased. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine what the Dublin kids now I know, this Egypt from Donegal like and just like like, like a Jed Clampett just rode the train all day. So don't look at me. Look at these gentlemen. Look at these cool uh, And we were delighted with ourselves. Oh, so, I know, loved I mean, it. <laughs> And it's funny when you talk about Bray there, you know, and the beach and the slot machines, because it sort of catapults me back to, and maybe I take it for granted, but like Bundoran, yeah, and like that's yeah. that's where sure that's where we grew up, like that's home, and and it's still home, and like that's the summer memories of so many people I know coming to coming to Bundoran from obviously the western coastline, and and you obviously then doing something similar, going to um going you know to well, to, to Bray. I- I went to Bundoran once myself. Go I was on. walking up rudely in the middle of the night by my mother because my brother had been to the U2 concert. You won't thank me for telling this. In uh, in Parky Creek in Cork. So I don't know what year that is. It's 87. And uh, he was uh, he had to get a train and he had to get to Sligo for his first day of work in the bank. <gasps> and he missed his train and my mother had to drive oh, no. from Aidenderry and collect them somewhere. I think maybe it was Mullingar or Port Arlington. And she, like, I was in school, so she had to put me in the back of the car. I go, four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and I laid in the back of the car, fell asleep, obviously. But when we woke up, she went, okay, well, you, you have the day off. And we, and we had to drop the Sligo. So where did we go? We went to Bundorn for Sunny the day. Bunny. And had the best crack ever. Basically, it seems, I've just realised talking to you that between my dad and my Germany and slot machines, all of my childhood memories and all this revolve around gambling. <laughs> Maybe I have a problem. Maybe this is... Is this actually even an interview or is it an intervention? I know. Is that, is that what this is? <laughs> well, it, it's funny though, isn't it? Like in a, in a different time and, you know, you talk about just the... the It's just it's the innocence of it all is is, is the part that kind of you know, strikes yeah. me and even thinking back to my own. Moving on from your first summer memories, what was your best ever summer holiday, Neil? Uh, I'd say probably my honeymoon, maybe. Um, you kind of have to say that. Summer holiday. It was... It was the summer. It was we went to Peru and went to Machu Picchu in that very uh, cliched way. And but it was amazing. I mean, mountains in Peru, like mountains in Ireland, get go from flat to mountain, and mountains in Peru go from flat to mountain, and that's only a third up the mountain. And then there's a kind of a valley that's high, and then there's two more mountains on top of it. Sort of thing. It's it's kind of amazing. And um, so that was a great privilege to go mm. there. And I, we had a lovely guide as well. At one point he was going, will you chew coca leaves because it'll, it's a stimulant sort of thing, you know? And I was like, I'm okay. And he goes, no, it'll, I'll never forget. He goes, I'll make, it'll make you feel big and strong like asparagus. <laughs> and he goes, it'll make you feel big and strong like asparagus. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, like asparagus. You know that film with Kirk Douglas? I'm asparagus. No, I'm asparagus. I was like, asparagus? Are you trying to say the word asparagus? And he went, yeah, asparagus. 
you know, at the end of the film where they all get their asparagus. And I was, maybe it was altitude sickness, but I couldn't stop laughing. There's about 15,000 feet <laughs> laughing at this man, whose English was pretty perfect. My Spanish is awful, and he just got asparagus. And Spartacus mixed up. But in terms of reviews and in terms of obviously you're in the in the glow of the Andean sunset and um just recently been married. So for me it was probably per- we went to we went to the Galapagos as well because okay. we were over there. You might as well go for that, you know. And and it, it that, that that was incredible. How long did you an add on now work? Oh, a couple of weeks, two or three weeks I okay. it was. Yeah. A romantic holiday? Blue fitted. Sounds like a pretty active honeymoon, like. It's, it's, well, it's a honeymoon, so I don't know more than that. Uh, what question are you asking, Andrew? <laughs> We're talking about the mountains there, Neil, that you're climbing. <laughs> I'm just going to let you dig a hole here on radio and say absolutely nothing. Anyway, aside from that, bring me back back from the holidays and back to just your your normal, your kind of bog standard summer that you have. Your best or yeah. worst summer job, Neil? Did you have a summer job? Oh, I did. Uh, they're probably both the same. I I put <laughs> I put rubber into windows. What for forty hours a week for an entire summer? I um I worked for a window company in in Edenderry, a Danish window company. My dad kind of had to put a word in, and uh, so I went down and I got this up. And it soon became apparent that I don't have hands to wipe my bum, as my father used to say. I, 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 I'm so unmanual and so unskilled. I went from basically to like, okay, can you paint windows? No, you can't even do that. Or can you, can you, can you sew wood? No, you can't even do that. Put, put that fella in the corner where you can't do any harm. Give him some rubber, and basically put the rubber in the windows where instead of putty, which would have been putty in the old days. Um, so that was extremely tedious, but you're kind of excited by the fact that you're earning a few quid for yourself yeah. and saving up for concert tickets at the end. And um, it was the year that uh, <laughs> is this sad that I can remember how it, this is how unsuccessful we've been at, at senior Gaelic football. It was the year we did well. Uh, it was 1997, and uh, I, I saved some money up and went to see Pop Mart in Lansdowne Road. Uh, so it was it was a a tedious job, yeah. obviously, but it was a very good crack. Like you know, were there a lot of young? Uh, were there people your age working there? Was it a kind of a young? Um, and there was a couple of people, other lads, on summer jobs as well. Yeah. And uh, everybody was very friendly. And you'd, I remember going in one of the days and wondering why a guy was chatting to me and engaging me in conversation when he hadn't engaged me in conversation last week. And what it was was he was distracting you while somebody else glued your feet to the floor. That's what he used to do. <laughs> he used to mastic your feet to the floor for a bit of crack. <laughs> like okay, that. Uh, and then you do it to the next guy, and that was kind of part of the initiation, uh, the the initiation ceremony. Right. Of, and, and then you were kind of accepted, like you know, <laughs> if you could, ma- if you survived that. <laughs> were you a Gale yeah, talked? Uh, yeah. Were you a Gale talked man, Neil? Uh, briefly, briefly, and when I was kind of fourteen or fifteen, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't one of those ones who went back over and over again. My sister absolutely loved it. Did she? So I never I went. Did you not? No, no, no. Funny, I never went to the Gaeltuck, but I went to German college. I, I'll never forget it. In uh, was it Wilson's Hospital School? It was a multi Farnham anyway. I know that. <laughs> I remember telling people I was going to German college in multi Farnham, and they were like, "Where's multi Farnham?" Multi Farnham. It's it's in the Rhineland of uh, West Meath. Yeah, not far from yeah. where your first summer memories actually <laughs> were, were. So well, that's. Yeah. 
the Delamere family apparently founded the Abbey in multi Farnham in the 12th oh, century. Right. That was one of our landings. I didn't learn that at German so College, Neil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we had to branch out. It wasn't doing that well. So we did language courses from random people from Donegal. Yeah, yeah exactly. Who, who, whose German is uh, leaves a lot to be desired. But anyway, if Neil Delamere were to win the lotto, money is no object. Have you a dream destination you'd go to, Neil? Ooh, yeah. Like the place where money is no option. I'd love to go to Lake Garda and Lake Como. And it seems that if you've a few quid there, that's that's like the people who have Euro Millions Lottery live there. Like you see George Clooney's house, or you see um, it's it's featured in the morning show where your man kind of spends some time out reflecting on various bits and pieces. I won't give anything away uh, in the morning show, and it looks absolutely amazing so I'd love to go there I'd love to spend some time around northern Italy and go to uh, uh, Florence and the Uffizi Gallery and all the rest I, what I do is I watch TV shows and then I go I want, immediately want to go I there I want to go so there I watched like, the Medici and it's like okay I want to go to Florence yeah I watch uh, something else I want to go there so yeah that's where I'd like to go and just spend a kind of laze for the entire summer and rent a car and that type of stuff none of, none of your kind of week Week away, week back, sort of thing. No, just go for the no, goal. you need a two week I'm break. People, you know that. You know what really annoys me when people go. If I won the lot, it wouldn't change me. I'd still, I'd still work. I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't even finish this phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. After the next crash, that'd be just be beep, 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 beep. beep. I, I, like, I would be gonzo. So um, that's that's where I'm. Yeah. Guessing. Who would you bring on this trip? Like, do, do you do you have actually a favorite person to holiday with? You don't have to say your yeah, family now, like, but... No, 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 my wife would absolutely... We have got it down to a fine art that we know exactly... Basically, I want to go places, uh, and I want to go there for for a couple of weeks, and I want to do two or three things. I want to see two or three things that make me not feel guilty about having gone somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I want to go and see something that I can only see there, and then the rest of the time, we can do nothing. So we have this, this um, agreement... And we know exactly what we want, and that's that's how we kind of base our holidays. You know, she ne- she never forgave me for Peru. I'll be honest with you, she never. Yeah. Halfway, every, halfway up a mountain camping was not her. No, that's idea. not honeymoon need. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Now that I said my now that I said my wife said it, you're suddenly coming out on her side. <laughs> Who is it? Goes like, oh, that must have been it. But no, she's dead right. What sort of a spanner were you to drag her up the hills? Yeah. 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 I can see the error in my ways now. Yeah. Now you. We we have a fine we have our fine finely tuned uh, holidays and yeah. we even know what we bring and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you have? Are there three things? Give me three things you cannot holiday without. They've got to come with you. Oh, uh, book first of all. Good detective book that it, it, you know isn't great literature but kind of rattles along. So like yeah. Joan Nesbo, M. W. Craven, David Baldacci, Beach Book. That's the first thing. Second thing is box set we always find a box set that we want to watch uh, either like watching telly during the day it's just like I'm on right. a holiday there I mean an ice cream uh, so we always have, so I can tell you what holidays we've been on based on what box set we watched like we watched Boardwalk right. Empire on one holiday and we watched uh, The Night Of on one holiday and we watched Borgen on one holiday you know what I mean yeah um, yeah yeah and the third thing is well uh, I'm of that that pale skinned Irish man that needs as much sun cream as possible. <laughs> Factor you know, seventy. Degrees of temperature. It just 
like anything over like 17 degrees. Like, do you remember Steve Staunton in the 1994 World Cup when it was about 40 degrees? <laughs> and uh, he was there one minute and then there was a just little ginger puddle there the next with a freckle floating across the top of it. That would be me. So it would be level 950 SPF sun cream. So they're my three things. Neil, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, reminiscing with you today about your summer memories and your, your favourite summer holidays. But I've one last question for you because we're going to play out the show yeah. with this today. Your favourite summer holiday song. What song brings you right back um, to your summer I memories? I love um, Sunny Afternoon by the Kinks because for years... Um, I suppose it is a part of a memory because for since ooh, oh, 15 years, maybe maybe a little bit less than that, I've been going to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in August. And one of the first times I ever played it. Um, and nobody goes your first year, by the way. No one goes. I remember my uh, agent gave me a box of chocolates. Uh, to, you know, say so you got through the Edinburgh Fringe. And I gave a chocolate to everybody in the audience. And I didn't get through to the second layer of the box of chocolate. <laughs> And a few people go to your original Edinburgh shows because no one knows who you are and you build it up over the years. Yeah. And um, uh, so I remember cycling home after my first Edinburgh Fringe Festival and in the bar just as we were leaving was uh, Kinks Sunny Afternoon. So it always makes me think of getting through it and enjoying yeah. it and the light coming up at three o'clock in the morning uh, and uh, feeling proud of myself. Absolutely. And so you should. Listen, Neil, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here on Lunchtime Live today. And thanks a million for kicking off our Summer Memories series. We'll be joined by another familiar face on the programme this day next week as well. But Neil Delamere, thanks for your time in the show today. Thank you, Andrea. I should actually say that I'm up your way soon. Oh, uh, go on. The, uh, on. On Green on Theatre. Oh, Theatre Kenny. In a couple of weeks. Fantastic. Plenty the of there. So people can get tickets online. Good and, stuff. Uh, I'm doing five nights in the Viking Theatre in Dublin. But Four of them are sold out, so there's a yeah. few for Tuesday. Brilliant. Always Come good along. to get the plug in, Neil. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. The agent will be happy with that. Listen, fair play to you, Neil. Thanks a million for your time in the programme today. That, of course, is comedian uh, Neil Delamere. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.